Welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. Zeke here. And your co-host, Oscar. But before we get into it, please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be considered as personal financial advice. Of course, if that is what you are seeking, reach out. We'll get you in touch with the correct professionals. Get the job done properly. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Let's get into it. On today's episode, we're just going to be diving straight into it. We're talking about savings, tips around it, budgeting, spending, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Don, welcome. First things first, mate, I'm actually sitting across the table from you. We are back together in person. The vibes are back. Everything is back to normal as it should be. Can confirm I am stargazing again. <laughs> I'm looking straight across the table into this young man's eyes. Young man? And, uh, Where are we? It's very... Um, very interesting. We'll put it that way. Much better than sitting over the online and having a bit of lag, you know, trying the, to figure out how to talk over each other. <sighs> but here we are. Tip one. Firstly, I think I'm just going to jump in okay. today. Obviously, you are jumping in. Yeah, I, I am. Jesus. In today's environment, I think this is more important than ever. Mm. Checking over ongoing subscriptions. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Now, before we get into that, it's quite interesting that your first Tip, do you have some interesting subscriptions you I am out a like big a sub dog of a lot of, maybe, a lot of or... different things. Not OF, um, unfortunately. I would love oh. to be, but that's just a money down the drain. Uh, no, true. I would not love to be. Netflix, Prime, Apple, Disney, Spotify, Stan, mm. KO, WWE, UFC, all these different things that you stream and subscribe to, Adobe, email, Gmail, all your different storage, like OneDrive or um, Google Drive, stuff like that. All these people have. My little sister, she's like, what, 16 and she's paying for bloody Google storage because she takes so many photos. Like, Delete some photos, mate. Yeah, mate. It's not hard. What photos are you taking? Anyway, that's uh, a that lot of a different point. subscriptions. That is a very good point because all of a sudden I get the odd Spotify come out. I forget about it. See, I put money towards all my bills whenever I get paid, certain amount if I get paid weekly or whatever, divide it by how many weeks or fortnights of the year, depending on your frequency. But sometimes if you don't realize you're subscribed, it can ruin your whole pay, you know, dividing into this account, that account, whatever you do. So subscriptions, get a hold of them and remove them if you don't use because they're horrible. And I can confirm, I've seen you have a couple uh High high cost go. ones pop up over time. On. Elaborate. A little bit interesting. Let me just, let me just we, confirm or deny we, these. We won't hear the be, laundry. It's all right. I think I'll be denying these. Go on. Uh, what do you think for tip number two, <laughs> oh, Mr. Don? You're moving on. Um, well, very basic. you got a budget. Oh, I me. think if you are wanting to save money and historically you've struggled to do so, Generating a budget is vital. It can be as simple as what comes in, what goes out, what you want to spend on. <laughs> Gave me a bit of a look there, mate. Wait, what are you, what are you doing? A bit of a with your giggling after what goes in and out. Oh, uh, mate, continue. <laughs> uh, you just made me think of a, a song called Come and Go, Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull. Oh, of course, it's um, Pitbull. Banger. We'll have to listen to that after. But, um, Matt, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, yes. Going in and out. So figuring out. What expenses, how much you spend on the supermarket, Spotify, whatever it is, knowing exactly how much you need to put aside each week, each fortnight, each month, and sticking to that so you're not going the you know the never-ending cycle of reducing your amount of savings you've got because you have to dig into it because you've had a big night on a Saturday night and you spent 
half your pay without you know realizing you might have rent to come out next week. So putting putting in writing when I was when I moved to Sydney for the first time maybe three years ago, I was shocked of how expensive it was compared to Melbourne. And obviously, if you're, you're paying rent in Sydney, it's quite a bit, but you've got you know, your bills, groceries, car insurance, everything. So I, I made a budget because at the time I was on a like an entry-level salary, so it wasn't too much. I was barely getting by. So I had to put in a budget and figure out what is going in, what has to go out, and then save the rest. So having it in writing for myself, Incredible. Budgeting, key to everything. And you can just get them online. You just type in- Very easy. Like simple budget planner. Hey, chat, chat GPT, yeah, whip me up a budget. Legit. And then download it to Excel and save it. And then all of a sudden you've got this budget. And there's a lot of good ones out there. On a previous episode, we popped a link. I think it was called The Vital- was it Vital, Vital Savings with Vital Karthik Rajan Yeah, Karthik Rajan Indran, special guest at the time was on it. But that, um, that link- in the show notes, take you to your own little budget, which you can use yourself, and it will show you a net worth graph over time. That it does. Very exciting. Another one, very important for today, meal planning. That now, is true. Why is it more important for today, you might be asking. You might be thinking, hang on a minute. I was going to ask that, that straight makes no sense. Think about in the last five years, how much change we've had with DoorDash, Uber Eats, and all the different delivery services like that. I feel like a lot of people now because you don't really have to plan meals. It's so easy to just go, oh, screw it, DoorDash, bang, done, menu log, bang, done, Uber Eats or whatever. You don't feel the the need to meal plan. If you are one of those people that you might have a meal here and a meal there and a meal there, and you go, all right, Uber Eats because I've got nothing in the fridge, that $50 meal that you're getting, come on, you're spending at least 30 bucks on Uber Eats. You literally are with all the fees added these days. Yeah, it's the at fees, least 40, delivery, it's at least 40 bucks. The I'd service say. cost. And then I want to get like, a smoothie the other week, which is 10 bucks. Uber Eats charged me 21. Cooked. Which is ridiculous. And if you're getting that, like, you're not going to go, oh, I'm just going to get like one cheeseburger delivered or something. You're going to be like, all right, well, I may as well make it worth it. Mm. Get a cheeseburger and chips mm. and a drink or whatever. Yeah. But oh. one of them a week or a fortnight. Cooks your budget. It does. Your meal plan, get everything as cheap as chips. For like, for example, so a bit of context, Zeke's flown down from Newcastle, his hometown, to Melbourne. Um, we are flying to Perth tomorrow, um, but that doesn't matter. Since Tuesday, Zeke's been here, it's now Friday. And probably, I would say, we've probably spent around 150 bucks just on food alone, oh, eating easily. out, like lunch and dinners. But we, we're not even going to nice restaurants. It's literally like grilled for dinner or you know, getting some sushi for lunch or whatever. Yeah, it's just chill. Grilled Italian sushi. Yeah, it's, like, it's not over-the-top restaurants. Even the bowl it's for like lunch. 25 bucks for an acai bowl. Like, yeah. Well, mine was heavier, so mine yeah. was expensive. But um, it just shows you the little things add up. So figuring out you know, meal prepping. When I was meal prepping in Sydney, it cost me maybe like 30 bucks, 35 bucks for a whole week. This is before we moved to Roseback. This is a different time. But yeah, it, it does add up quickly. So then we're about to go for dinner tonight. So I'm pretty sure that 150 will turn easily to 250. Oh, and if it's like a proper dinner and we're having a long one, there's going to be drinky involved. And well, and yes. And your, if everyone knows, five weeks. if everyone remembers, Zeke uh, used to love drinking, love it. Mm. Um, but he's, he's held back quite a bit. Which is really good. You had a month of um, sobriety, sobriety which is great. I did. Um, Maybe even went on a little bit more than a month. Well, that's that's unreal. And then, but I can confirm it's broken. Well, but it's not like it used to be. 
<laughs> what are we saying? It's a finance podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, that's actually a good point. Habits. Habits, habits can be expensive. Um, alcohol, OnlyFans, all of these stuff uh, that people people love. Drugs, cigarettes, tobacco. Just spending like money that you don't have, i.e. credit cards, on shopping. Fetishes too, like not fetishes in terms of sexual nature. I mean, in terms of things that people just do. Well, a lot of people- oh, games? Shopaholics, mate. They, um, you know, great movie. Isla Fisher, Confessions of a Shopaholic. Shout out to that movie. Great. Love it. Um, but people are addicted to buying expensive clothes. So, so many habits, so many fetishes, you may say. Avoid getting yourself in consumer debt. That would be my tip number three. It's a good tip. Because if you're trying to save and then you continue to use a credit card or whatever you use, it could even be a debit card, spending money you don't have will continue to creep up on you, especially if you're still putting money in savings, but your debt level is increasing, your net worth isn't going anywhere. It's getting lower and lower because your debt is outweighing your savings. So be smart with it. When we talk about consumer debt, it's you know buying those shoes, buying that dress, buying a phone, like just buying literally anything which doesn't give you income, like an investment property or shares or anything like that. So that's probably a and as we all know, I used to be in not a lot, but a bit of credit card debt. I'm talking a few grand, which took me a while to pay off, but um, the burden of that on your back, it's it's tough. Another one to bring in here, impulse. Spending. Yes, I like it. A good rule for that one is if you want something and you Double. you really want it, you want it bad, mm. then what you do, like Jessica from Summer Heights High, if you want something and you're like, okay, I want to do this, just think about it. Sit on it for a week. If you still want it at the end of the week, yeah, sure, it's probably worth it. If not, don't do it. I can't think how many times I've just been sitting there and I've gone, you know what? I could use a new TV. And you go get it. Yeah, I go get it. Or, and then you yeah, have could, regret. Oh, yeah, I don't really regret it because it's it's me. It's okay. But I sit there you're and- kind of contradicting what you're saying. You're basically telling everyone, sit on it for a week, but then you're basically, you're, oh, you are saying, when you think about it, I just go get it. No. So no what, but, what is your point? But I mean, with that, I would have done that anyway after a week. Oh, I, I, I needed okay. a new TV. But if you thought about it and then you had a bit of regrets, you're like, oh, maybe. Oh, we've all done stuff like that. Like I've definitely, I can't give an example, but there's been something I've bought somewhere along the line and I've gone, hmm, what have I done? A bit of post-purchase clarity. Oh. Sit on it for a week. Think about what, you, what you're actually doing. Normally, if there's a ridiculous purchase I'm thinking of making, that's what I will do. Um, so you wouldn't know an example because I've, Sat there and thought about it. Oh, so. done, man. I'm very, very impressed. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to jump in. Not having an emergency fund. Oh, that's a good one. Or just not even thinking about putting money aside. Savings is one thing. Having an emergency fund is another thing. So I split mine up. We all saw COVID, what happened. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people worked from home. A lot of people struggled with payments on their properties the ones who got through had a large sum of emergency funds. The rainy day fund. Yeah, ready to use on these situations. So even if it's as little as $50 from your pay, if you, you know, or it depends if you're weekly, fortnightly, or monthly, but little, even as little as $25 a week, just pop in. 
you, you forget about it. It's nothing in the scheme of things, but it adds up. And before you know it, if something did happen and you lost your job, at least you've got, it might be a grand, might be more than that, but something to keep you going for a few weeks to even a couple of months to a year. So, and in the back of your mind, it's nice to have that thought as a bit of a, a cushion that, yes, you know, the world is unpredictable and my company is doing you know, exit interviews for a lot of people right now and culling a few people. So, I'm a bit nervous. But if you've got that in the back of your mind, it's like, all right, I'm all good. If this happens, it happens. Everything happens for a reason, but I've got some dosh ready to explode. So, don't ignore building your emergency fund. Very, very important. I think my final one, there's obviously a lot more out there, um, but we've talked about some before, and I'm just thinking on my feet. The final one I want to bring up. Mate, you're sitting down. Oh, I'm kind of, I'm on my toes a little bit, actually. A bit nervous. No, it's just just a bit more comfortable. Oh, yeah. You know when you're on tiles and if your feet touch the ground, it's like a bit a bit weird? Like, kind of. Uh, not for me. No, I kind of like it, but. I don't. I don't like my heels touching the ground when I'm on tiles. Strange. If I'm on carpet, I'll try to flat foot, but on yeah, tiles, I'm on my toes. Fair enough. Um, thinking of my feet, having an account that you can actually not access very easily. I've seen a lot of people who will have a budget. They'll be sticking to it. They'll go out on the town, they'll get some drinks, they'll do this, they'll end up in a particular area well, and when you spend say a lot this, of money. Are you talking about previous weekends of yourself? <laughs> no, no, not myself. <laughs> not myself. I budget for them very well. I know if I'm going out, the money's going and that's it. Like I'll I'll put that in there. But You're just saying it with a bit of a smirk, so I thought no, 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 I just, something was going on here. No, not me personally. I could confirm. I've definitely seen other people like friends and stuff. That when we've gone out, they've either A, accessed funds they didn't intend to, or B, they're calling people like, or even asking me while I'm there with them or calling their mum, hey, can you quickly transfer me this? I'm going to yeah, pay it. Yeah, so Jane, It was like me when I was 17, 18. Just tra- literally, I remember every single weekend, if everyone, everyone in Melbourne listening knows Arcadia Hotel, great place, especially when you're younger. Everyone from, everyone from Melbourne who you know goes there every Saturday night. But remember at the bar, Five bucks on my debit card. I had my savings linked to the same bank, like it's oh, ING. So I just over. go, I might even have 500 bucks savings, not much at all. Mm. But I transfer 200 bucks, bang, spend it all, wake up 300 bucks to my name. And Long Island's and it up, game it's, over. It's not worth it. Don't purchase what you can't afford in this game of things. Like savings is for savings. If you don't have enough money in your spending account, don't use it. Yeah. A solution to that is either A, if you're like, really really bad like struggling put that money in someone else's account like a trusted family member and give yourself a little smack on the tush or even our account yep (laughs) well (laughs) and then another solution as well is you can actually have bank accounts where you physically have to go and sign at the bank to access the money that's probably a i would say a last resort if you are really bad and you cannot trust yourself but for something easy and um you know simple if you have a debit card with ING or something, open up another account with HSBC or Combank, whatever you think. One without OSCO. Yeah, yeah, true, actually. Ideally without OSCO, which is the instant uh, payment, which everyone may be aware of. But yeah, figure one out, something which ideally has you know good interest so you can continue to compound as we spoke on another episode. Go back to that if you're confused with what we're saying there. Um, but yeah, try and get something which isn't with your current bank account because 
like I mentioned in my story, that is what happened and that's why I was losing money. Um, oh, you go. And another solution to it is if you think that you just can't control it, you don't have the discipline, start waking up at 5 a.m., go to the gym, have a cold shower, do some push-ups. Start disciplining yourself. Get yourself in line, get yourself in check, and you're good. Last one for myself. Drum roll. Very simple, not saving on a regular basis. Mm. So it, this is about you know, bad saving habits or whatever we're going to name this, but or mistakes while saving. But as I mentioned with your emergency fund, with your savings, if you're not putting money away, that's your main issue. Even putting, let's just do the exact same as an emergency, 25 to 50 bucks a week, put it away in that savings account. Don't even think about it. It's going there or even in a you know an ETF like some shares which you know over time will go up. Um, if you don't know, speak to a financial advisor or someone you trust who can guide you on what may be a good option. But by someone you trust who can guide you, make sure they've actually got an education, not just some some random bloke you trust. Trying TikTok. Yeah, don't just go up to your uncle and be like, hey, I want to do this if your uncle has no idea. Yeah. But waiting for the right time to save always leads to procrastination. So the right time is now when you get paid, just put anything away. So the more the merrier, it adds up. As he said it, John Cena, the time is now. You can't see me, but time is now, now. Um, but yeah, no, you're, you're definitely right. A lot of people will put off things like, oh, I've got this coming up or I've got this holiday in three months, so all my money's going to be gone anyway. Why would I bother saving? It's like the Christmas mindset. It is. We're seeing it a lot now coming to the end of the year, but it's not just you know, the industry we work in. It's every industry and people you know, going to the gym or trying to get on their good habits. They might and just say, eating, I'm going to wait for the new year and then I'll be good. Yeah, health is yeah. a big one. Like a lot of people go, oh, it's the end of the year. I'm going to start fresh new year, new me. <laughs> Hashtag 2022 or 2024. Generally speaking, it lasts for two weeks. Yeah, I was such an Aquarius. I failed again. <laughs> oh, geez, fair enough. Have you, have you been seeing everyone do that? No. Oh, mate, the amount of people now, this isn't a roast to any specific star sign, but I'm starting to see a lot where I'll be out, just hanging out, and I walk past people, hear their conversation. They're like, oh, the other day I, I tripped over and I did this. Oh, I'm such a Sagittarius. And I'm like, what? So good. What the heck is going on? And then, like, there was one that they ordered food and they were in front of me. So I was like, what's going on here? And they've gone, oh, I wasn't meant to do that. You know, it's almost a new year, new year, new me. But I'm such a Gemini. And I was like, do you actually hear that? I'm yeah, like, I hear it all the time. Really? And it triggers me. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, Yeah, there's, there's no time like the present to start getting on top of your bad habits. A good activity to do, what Stephen Bartlett's actually mentioned in a couple of his books and his podcasts, is to get a piece of paper out, write down what you – because everyone knows their bad habits, even if they're subconscious. Write them down on a piece of paper and figure out, all right, my bad habit may be – let's just use gambling for an example – Whenever I think of wanting to gamble, what can I use instead to push me away from that action? So it might be, if I think about it, maybe go for a run or maybe go have a sauna or go to the gym or something which is actually going to benefit you, get down to 20 push-ups. But over time, it actually compounds like money does and happy days. You have eliminated that bad habit. But write them down and figure out how you can. Now, you are giving me a very intense smirk. 
For those of you who can't see, I've actually just reached over and I've, I've grabbed on his forearm and I said, mate, this sounds like it's cutting deep. It sounds really personal for you. Do you have a gambling addiction? <laughs> no, I'm just, the, the way you came out with it, like, every time I think of gambling, I'm going to do this. It's like, well, okay. No, it's a generic. I just thought it's a very common thing in today's day and age with mm. all the it's ads. It's so easy. It's so easy now. All the ads on. If you're watching sport, there's pro- I've never counted, but there's probably at least 50 plus ads on the whole, like from start to finish of the game. I'm just using AFL, for example. Of even if it's a little banner in the bottom right or something on yeah. the screen, like sports bet or points bet. So gambling's at a like an all time high for younger, especially men. Yeah, I'm not like surprised us. by that at all. So that's I've that's, been in like maybe five, six, seven different accounts of gambling. Yeah, I, not I that do. I do it frequently, but it's like I'm in it, ready yeah, to go. Because you you load it up like three years ago, and now you've just got them. But it's a big issue. So that's just an example. If you do have. A bad habit. A bad habit. If you do have a gambling addiction or you want to speak to someone, uh, you can contact Gamble. We're on 1-800-858-858. It is a confidential support and advice 24-7. So, don't know why we have moved on to- Are we about to do one of these- these things where, like, pre-show, they, like, put up a thing. This episode talks about this. If you're if you're affected by this and you get upset, call someone and get some help. Yeah, man, yeah. I don't know. We're just going down a rabbit, a rabbit hole now. But yeah, I think that we just say it was a good episode. We'll see you all next time. Yep, we're off to Perth now, so we will see you next week. Ciao. We hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, you know exactly what to do. Hit that follow button, subscribe, whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. Also share it to friends, families, co-workers, whoever you think may benefit from it. But unfortunately, it's the end and we'll see you next week.